Welcome to American K Sisters. My name is Linda. I am Hina. Enjoy our show about the spectacular American life of two Korean sisters. Hi everyone! We have a very special episode today. Um, as we gave you a heads up last time, we have uh, one more K-wife, Sandra. She's my friend from college. Everyone, clarification. <laughs> Linda is also K-wife. So we got one extra today. <laughs> and I'm not technically, so um, we have two K-wives K-girlfriend. here. <laughs> K-girlfriend, yeah, I guess. Um, so we're going to share their stories about their marriage and then what it's like being a K-wife in America. So let's get started. Okay. Hi, everybody. <laughs> okay. Uh, first of all, let's let those two K-wives <laughs> introduce themselves. <laughs> um, Linda, you can go first. Um, I guess our audiences know you very much. Uh, but yeah, give everyone a quick intro. Sure. Um, Linda here. And um, you know I'm Korean, so that's why we are K-sisters. But I'm K-wife because I'm married. Um, I got married in 2013 to a white man. <laughs> to a... Uh, my partner Chris. Actually, he was on our show. I forgot. He was on our show for the holiday episode, right? Yeah. So, um, Chris is white American, and we met in two thousand nine and got married in two thousand thirteen, and we are still together. Mm-hmm. 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 How about you, Sandra? I am Korean. Korean too. <laughs> <laughs> Korean, Korean, yeah, Korean, yeah. Korean. Who living in New York? Mm-hmm. I am married to a Filipino American. Mm-hmm. I've been married for seven years. What? It's been already seven years. Yeah, it's been forever. <laughs> seven years, Ooh. but including girlfriend, girlfriend and boyfriend relationship, I've been together with him like almost. 12 to 13 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Respect. Oh, way to go. <laughs> uh, respect. So, any, if anything, if anything, ask me. <laughs> oh, sure. Ask me sure. everything. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you both for um, introducing yourself and giving us a quick summary about your marriage. Um, let's talk about fun stuff first. I'm curious about your wedding because you both are married to a partner who has a different background. Maybe there's a different uh, way to organize wedding or plan for a wedding. So yeah, can you share about your wedding story? What was fun or what was challenging and anything that you want to share with us? You can go first, Sandra. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Um, we had a wedding in South Korea. Mm. Oh, okay. Where? Uh, in Seoul. Okay. In Seoul. Uh, simply because I have more family members and friends. Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, yeah, like my husband's family members, they all live in Philippines. 
Uh, he has one sister, like she's my sister-in-law, but the rest of the family all live in Philippines. So it's easier for them to fly to South Korea for a wedding instead of America. Mm. Yeah, so we had to um, we had our wedding in South Korea, but the process, the preparation for our wedding wasn't that <laughs> beautiful or fun because because. Um, I had to prepare everything from America. Uh, remotely, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We hired a, a wedding pl- planner, planner. Like planner. Like we hired someone to prepare our wedding together. Just because, just because I wasn't physically there. So I wasn't able to like see everything or just compare. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prices or whatever that is. So we hire somebody. But still, it wasn't that easy. Of course, it's difficult. Also, you were doing everything because you had to communicate in Korean, right? There you go. Unfair, unfair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, man. Yes, yes. Oh my god, Linda knows. Linda knows. So it wasn't unfair. I did the same thing. (laughs) So it was very Mm, unfair. And then like I was getting a lot of stresses because of handling all of this. And my husband was just like, for me, he wasn't doing anything. And then that just makes me, made me very bad back then. And then I'm like, why am I doing everything? Like if we're doing the wedding together. And then I even wrote down what he's gonna say in our wedding. Oh, wow. (laughs) I even wrote him, I, I even wrote it for him. Like, okay, this is what you're going to say in our wedding. In English? Like, did he say something in English? In English, both in English and Korean. You wrote both for him? <laughs> wow. <Yes>. <laughs> he can read Korean? No, just he cannot read Korean, but he could practice. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, how to speak, yeah. He could just practice. Because it shouldn't, it shouldn't be too long. Or, nor it shouldn't be too short. So uh, there was a format they want us to say it. So I had to write in a way that just fit mm-hmm. into our wedding. Literally, I prepared everything. That's a lot of work. I mean, even when a couple prepare for a wedding in the same country, maybe they're from the same culture, they still argue a lot about, you know, the work and workload. But in this case, because the wedding was taking place in Korea and then also you're communicating to a Korean planner, you have all that burden and all the work on your end. So There you go, lots of burdens. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like twice more or more than twice because you, you... gather information from the planner, you translate it to your partner. Oh my and then gosh, you discuss. she knows. She exactly and, knows. And then once you make decision, then you have to translate again to Korean to the planner. There you go. She's, she's absolutely right. So like sometimes I had to just skip transferring those info from Korea to my husband. Just just do it. Yeah, you make the decision. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because, because I was making all the decisions. But I've... At the end, I feel like he doesn't have to know it. Just He just has to be there physically. That's it. It wasn't that joyful. How many uh, people were there? Uh, almost like 200. Are you serious? Yes. 200? 250? That's a big wedding, right? It like, is. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. not for Korea. In, in Korea, like everyone comes, like your parents, coworkers, like or college friends, like um, everyone come. It's different from U.S. Right. Yeah. So you know, like uh, his families from Philippines, they also came to Korea. So I had to book a hotel for them. <gasps> oh, <laughs> wow. So you have to take care of them, and guess what? Even during the wedding. Your husband cannot help out much because everything is done in Korean. There you go. Yeah. So I had to, f- I had to find a help who can speak in English. So, so I asked some of my friends who mm-hmm. do speak English mm-hmm. to volunteer help my families in. Oh, that's good. In low, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, but the outcome was amazing. Uh, what what did you like what did you like about your wedding um so you know usually in korea like the wedding is very what's it called like um we didn't have a typical korean wedding we didn't we didn't choose a big hotel or like a big wedding hall we chose a smaller version of like house wedding Mm. like uh it's a place called like more like house wedding I think it's something trendy and modern one, which is not too extravagant. It's like a little low-key, a little more cozy. Um, Very cozy, yeah. Yeah, between typical big wedding and a small wedding, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think I Mm -hmm. saw some photos of that kind of wedding. Right, so we hired a um, music um, team that hmm. played violin, played b- oh, piano. Nice. So people were telling us uh, our wedding was more like a music concert. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. served with the food. And yeah, we also hired a host that can speak English mm-hmm. so um. that they can talk to my families in, from, who f- flew from Philippines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it was more like a party, like a small party, like a uh, wedding oh, party. That's nice. yeah. Literally like American, the you know, like American wedding party. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you know, the wedding culture from Korea is very different from here. Right, right. But we had it more like American way. Yeah, that's, oh, that's good. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's more fun. Yeah. Right. So the pictures were pretty and just everybody loved it. And then we had um, great reviews from people who attended our wedding uh-huh. yeah <laughs> yeah um was there anything like um that you took from philippine culture like um that what P- filipinos do in their wedding into yours what's surprising is uh philippine is also very like americanized mm. country so there was nothing that I felt like, oh, this is very different from Korea or mm-hmm. like from, oh, this is, this is not what I've never heard of. Because, you know, uh, most like I think mainstream wedding in, in Korea is also Western. Like, right, right. Americanized. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just, just one difference. My family's in law from Philippines, they wanted to do it in a Catholic or like Christian way. Because mm. oh. they are Christian. No, mm. not a Catholic. They are Christian. So they wanted to do it in a Christian way. But I had to explain to them that my families are Buddhist. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. so nothing related to religion. Uh, gotcha. I, I had to ask them. Yeah. yeah, I had to ask them. Yeah. 
glad that each of your family kind of compromised and then didn't do anything religion specific. I think they understood each other. Right, because that's that's something that you can never force. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. That's good. What about you, Linda? I heard some fun stories about your wedding party. Yeah, right. There was an episode that I I shared some story. I told Hina more. Uh huh. But our wedding was religious, uh, because was? Chris, yeah, Chris's family is Quaker. Do you oh. know Quaker? Uh, yeah, Sandra? I've heard of it. Yeah. So he's he grew up Quaker. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't go to service anymore. We we go to the meeting Quaker meeting on Christmas Eve every year because that's when we visit his parents. Um, Quaker meeting is actually very different from Catholic or Christian, although it is uh, other Christian because it's a it's a branch of Christian. Um, you pretty much sit in silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, an hour of silence meeting and whenever people feel called upon or when they feel inspired they stand up and speak so that's their way of service oh. uh, it's very different from catholic where i grew up with because in catholic there's a lot of like things happening one after Mm-mm. the other like standing up singing and then the priest give a sermon and etc mm-hmm. but Quaker meeting is very quiet, very reflective, meditative. Mm. So we like that. I have gone to Quaker meetings uh, with Chris and his family before our wedding. I liked it. So uh, we did the Quaker style meet- wedding, which means during the middle part of the wedding, we stay quiet. Oh. And whoever want to speak, they stand up and speak. Um, and, you know, many people, many of our guests s- spoke, they, they said things about what they knew of Chris or me, they gave good wishes. So many guests spoke throughout the ceremony. Um, and we have video of that, which we really thought was important to was us. Was that communicated to your guests prior to the wedding? Yes, yes. So, so they at least know that's happening in the mm-hmm, middle. Yeah, we have uh, we have made a program book. Mm. <laughs> so we had our um, nephews hand it out to the guests at the at the door. <laughs> yeah, and also at the beginning of the wedding, my father in law explained how it works to mm. everyone. Um, and you know, once they start rolling, everyone sort of understand how it's working. Oh, okay, you stand up and say something nice, and you sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the big chunk of our wedding, but we added other things that we wanted to add. Uh, first of all, we did our wedding at a lake house, uh, my Chris's parents' lake house, upstate New York, uh, because it's a very important place for Chris. That's where his grandmother used to live before he died. So uh, he spent every summer there with grandma. So it was a very um, personal team. place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did it there, and he wanted me to enter the wedding on a boat. <laughs> 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 you know how like usually like bride enter the wedding at the end, everyone like is seated and like the right like a groom is waiting at the front, but instead of coming from the back, 
I entered from the front, from the lake, <laughs> on a boat. I see. Oh my god. With, with your wedding dress on? Yes, yes. Oh, with my wow. wedding dress. Oh my god. And this with my sounds parents. like a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was how, fun. How did it turn out? It was fun. Oh, wow. It was fun. Everyone liked it. Everyone was like, because not everyone knew where I was coming from. And they were like waiting for me. Like, and then oh. they saw the boat coming. <laughs> There's Linda. How big or small? It's a small boat, like boat that will fit maybe five, six people. Ah, oh, okay. Like I, motorboat. I was imagining like tiny kayak thing, you know, like one or oh, two. Oh, not the kayak. No, it's motorboat. The kayak is hard. Kayak to... like you roll. You roll. <laughs> when you're Don't be too slow. <laughs> With the dress on? No. <laughs> That's funny. So my parents and I sat together and my brother-in-law... Um, is able to drive the boat. So he drove the boat. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's um, so, cute. Yeah, it was fun. That part was yeah, fun. This, sound, this sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. And um, we wanted to add some Korean element. You know how in Korea we do pebek? After the Western style wedding. Um, uh, pebek! Yeah, they change to hanbok, like brides and grooms are hanbok, and like they bow to their parents, etc. In, right. in a like, separate room, right? Right, we did it as well, yeah. So, we did something similar. We did big bows to both parents during our mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. I, I brought my um, yoga mat, and we, I, we put it on the grass, <laughs> and we, we bowed together. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was during the ceremony, but also like during the reception. You know how, so during Pebek, the parents would throw uh, dry... Fruits? Fruit, what are jujube? dates? Dates. No, the, yeah, jujube dates, right? And mm-hmm. they, they wish, oh, you know, have a lot of kids and yeah. whatever. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so, so we did that during the reception. We brought the dates and like threw... And, you know, the funny thing is, like, we're not going to have any child. <laughs> But <laughs> it was fun at the time. Was that Chris first and last time wearing traditional Korean clothes? Hanbok? Oh, so we actually had two weddings. One in U.S. and one in Korea. Oh. So for the one in U.S., we just wore Western attire. Mm. But for the one in Korea, we rented Hanbok. So oh, we both wore okay. hanbok, and that was fun too. It's very pretty. Um, we hanbok both like it. Really pretty. It is it really is, pretty. Yeah. 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 I'm like, the thing is, it's not just expensive, but then I wish there's more opportunities to wear it. We don't really right, get a chance to right, wear it. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm. For that reason, I also wanted to rent it out, but mm-hmm. my husband just wanted to have one for himself so bad. So. <laughs> Like a souvenir. <laughs> yeah. So my father bought him, bought us hanbok. Oh, you bought it? Yeah, we bought it. But oh, good. like you said, there's nowhere to go. I know. Where would it. you wear it? I know. So my husband was like, oh, you want to go to like the K-Festival in New York City this year? To wear them? <laughs> yeah, just to wear hanbok and show off. I'm like... Come That's on. cute. Oh, Have yeah. you guys tried that? Not yet? No, we're not in 20s anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Um, I wonder, did you wear hanbok during your wedding, Sandra? Yes, on our second party. Oh, so you had two parties? On the same day, yeah. You know, usually in Korea, the wedding is like only like an hour, an hour and a half. But ours was like 
three hours and a half, almost four hours. Oh. It was literally like a party, yeah. Wow. So we had a first session and second session. Uh, first session, like we, I, we were uh, dressed in a suit, tuxedo. Second, on the second session, we were Hamburg. Oh, that's nice. And you know, the more I hear from Sandra about her wedding, the more like work that I, <laughs> I, I imagine that like, you say, oh, oh my, my god, she feels me. Yeah. So much planning, so much planning. I was so satisfied when people were telling me that this wedding was perfect. So, wow. so it made me feel like, wow. So all the stresses that I got right. throughout mm. the months was very worth it. Yeah. So right. at the end, my husband appreciated and he he said like thank you like of course multiple times until now yeah did you do wedding photos yeah i do during the wedding or like aside from the wedding day i do have a you know like in korea we do take a we do take a wedding photo from wedding studio yeah Mm -hmm. i have one for one from wedding studio and i also have a wedding photo from the wedding day as well and did you do like the group photos at the end like like all the family I did. members we together did. we did yes okay. yes good wow it was it was hard for us because we what we did was we hired a photographer mm-hmm. for that day mm-hmm. and uh, we had him come over early so before our korean wedding wedding you know we just did a small like a restaurant um we took photos indoor and around the restaurant like outside so we did a lot of photos before that reception mm-hmm. and at the end of reception we did a lot of group photos mm-hmm. right with with different family groups and etc at the end you can see on our album we can see our face especially chris's face is like he's like having a hard time smiling because he's so tired <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and after the last photos we were like that's it that's it it's over and we gave high five to each other like no more wedding we are done <laughs> no with wedding, wedding forever <laughs> uh, yeah that must be really hard because you guys are taking like hundreds of photos right, and then right. you have to smile the whole day right <laughs> so in korea like people also do uh, um a video of it instead of like like during the wedding taking photos during the wedding the whole wedding yeah. they video it. yeah right yeah right yeah we did video too but i asked my friend yeah did you do video sandra no i did not i wish i did but it was very expensive video is more expensive right now i think about it we should have done it but back then like since there were other costs for the wedding for us to pay like additional 600 for the video like we're like "Mm, yeah nope (laughs) i mean sandra we we did a video both place we asked Mm -hmm. actually our friends like in in us and in korea we had friends who who can video uh shoot well Mm -hmm. so they help us out by doing it uh for free Uh, so it's not like done professionally but we had the video guess what we never watch it. You never watch those really? videos. So it's okay. <laughs> you don't need it. Really? Okay, okay. I have a different story because I me and my husband we see our wedding photo a lot. Oh really? Mm. Yeah. Like two to three times a year. How? At least, like on the at computer? Least. On the computer and also from the wedding album. Oh, you have an album. From the photographer. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe considering the amount of, you know, stress and work, you have to watch your photos <laughs> over and over until you get sick of them. <laughs> Let's time travel to our wedding day. <laughs> I'm going to get most out of it and then look over and over. So it's different yeah, for you. Yeah, that could be yeah. right. Yeah, that could be right. Yeah. But I don't know why. We don't know why, but we do watch it often. I mean, you know, you, you have good time. I think... Chris and I have good time every time we see our photo album too. There you go. Just yeah, don't just do like that. Yeah, often. just like that. Yeah, and also, that's the day when we look. We both look pretty and handsome because we're all dressed <laughs> up. Yeah, like a, yeah, like a celebrity. Yeah, like a celebrity. So yeah. let's look at ourselves again, and then we do it like two to three times <laughs> per year. You know, um, we were just talking about it today. That this year, because uh, we got married in July, in 2013. Oh, it's going to be our 10 years You're, you're right, it's going to be 10 oh, year yeah. anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. And I was like, oh, should we do like another wedding? And we were like, no <laughs> way. <laughs> A remind wedding? <laughs> yeah, no way. And I was like, I said like, I'm, I'm joking. And Chris is like, you do it for like 25 years, not 10 years. <laughs> Oh, right, right, right. That makes sense. Anything can happen in 10 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you so much for sharing your fun wedding stories. Uh, I just can't imagine, you know, the work and stress. um so let's talk about some challenges right now it's funny because right before our recording we chatted about any marriage can be really really challenging and you guys are in a international and interracial marriage so yeah what are your personal um challenges or as a couple for example, you know, living together for the first time or meeting significant others, families, or any other things from cultural differences? So before we got married, me and my husband, when he was my boyfriend, we lived together for a year after I graduated, okay. like that I was able to see what kind of lifestyle he is or mm-hmm. how he lives in home um and i guess i guess it worked out (laughs) yes it worked out it worked out it worked out and nothing really made me uncomfortable so i was Mm. able to expect my marriage life already before i married Mm. him (gasps) yeah 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 Yeah. i think that's the main reason why couples uh, started living together before marriage yeah right i think it's very necessary yeah, I think so too. Yeah, so lifestyle-wise, so I don't have any challenges. Yeah. Wow. And also, since he's Filipino-American, I don't really see that much of cultural difference. Mm-mm. Do your parents and other family members speak English comfortably? Yes, they do. Oh, wow. Mm, How wow. come? Did That's they live good. in in U.S. before? My dad... He's just good at English. And oh. he, when he was young, he did a lot of uh, business trip, okay. mm-hmm. especially in America. Yeah. So he had to speak mm. English very well for him to be assigned to business, tri- business trips okay. like that. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And my younger brother, I mean, he learned in school. I mean, not everybody, everybody in Korea, they learn English mm-hmm. in school, but not everybody is good at speaking. Right. But uh, thankfully, my younger brother is not that bad. So he also speaks to my husband in English. I think Sandra and her families are also kind of naturally talented in language. Because Sandra, you also learned Chinese and she's also studied abroad in China. Mm. I think genetic, I guess, your family. <laughs> genetic, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do speak um, Chinese and a, a little bit of Japanese. Yeah, that's helpful. And I, my husband, he doesn't really have like strong personality. He just always copy me and whatever I eat, whatever I do, he just watches it and then just copy and paste. And Mm -hmm. not only he loves me so much, but also I think he loves Korean culture or Mm -hmm. food Mm -hmm. just so much that I never felt any like inconvenience Mm -hmm. of like living with him just because, um, because he has, he's from different country. So was it interested in Korean culture before meeting you? Um, like K-pop, K-drama. Oh, really? But he wasn't really that into it. Mm. And he said um, he always liked Korea because uh, Korean women are prettier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he always wanted to date a Korean woman one day. <laughs> So his dream came through. Oh, wow. Good for him. (laughs) So he's doing his best to keep our married life peaceful and happy. So I guess he always... Very supportive. I can can see that. Yeah, very very supportive. supportive, Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't put on effort to it. Just naturally, Mm -hmm. he loves our food, our culture. Mm -mm. And and I love the fact that he's Asian-American that can that makes him understand where like where I'm from and whatever feeling that I have, mm-hmm. he knows where I'm coming from, mm-hmm. where it's coming from. Understand you more easily without too much effort because mm-hmm. you guys have a pretty similar like culture and right, values. Right. I don't have to, I don't have to explain yeah, it to yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. If, if anything happens in school or in at work, I, I tell him like what happened and he catches it right mm-hmm. away. He would never say like, oh, um, as a third party, like, I, I don't think that's mm-hmm. what it is. He, he always, he's very, um, always on your side, on my side. Yeah. And he's, he's very understanding and yeah, he's an emotional person and very comforting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm surprised that every Korean holiday, I'm getting this messages from um your husband like even my korean friends are not sending me like happy lunar new year or mm-hmm. happy like chuseok but he's the one who always sends me that message i'm like right i right, even yeah. forgot about korean holidays here because i live here but he remember i don't know how he keep track of everything but yeah he does that's really in- i think that's awesome also, like when we eat Korean food, like tenjang jjigae or like dokguk, like he he look for kim, you know, the seaweed oh, or yeah. kimchi. You know, like when we don't have kimchi <laughs> in our for our lunch or for dinner, like he's looking for it. Like where's kimchi? So he loves kimchi more than I do. I think. Oh wow! Like he's so Korean. What about Linda? Yeah. What about you, Linda? I'm like trying to look at the 
choices. Too many things to talk about. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, we we experienced a lot of challenges. I mean, more, yeah. a lot more at the beginning of our relationship, mm. um, and it got less and less over time. At least mm-hmm. from the cultural difference, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you learn more and more about each other's and where they are coming from. I think we we lived together for about a year before we got married too. And that was very hard for my parents to accept um, because mm. cohabitation in Korea, like between couple, unmarried couple, is very um, stigmatized. Right. Right. So my parents were like, are you going to marry? And I'm like, we're not sure yet. Why are you living together if you're not gonna marry? <laughs> like yeah. we'll we'll find out, but it doesn't work like that. Right. Um, and and my parents expected me to marry a Korean man. Mm. Well, I, I had to explain to my parents, I did not go out looking for a white man to marry. <laughs> it just happened. Right. Yeah, it just happened. You don't choose people based on their ethnicity. You just fall in love with this person and he happens to be exactly yeah wait Mm -hmm. so it was hard time for us to go through my parents and my brother's objection they were they had this idea about who be a ideal marriage partner for me and chris was not fitting in there Mm. but guess what i i have wisdom (laughs) that transcend because one, um, I was in love with Chris, and and two, I I knew very clearly that my parents, my brother, and I have quite different value system. Mm. Um, so I knew that oh okay, they think this kind of candidate is better, but I disagree, right? Like, and guess what? I'm choose this person is going to live with me, not with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very certain about my choice of Chris mm-hmm. as my partner. That's nice. So you knew what you wanted. Right, right. And I, only thing I was not sure was that whether I should marry someone or not. But I was thinking, huh, if I'm going to marry and live with someone, he will be the best person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I was sure about that. and And the third reason was that Chris is somewhat reserved. He not probably knows. Chris is not very talkative, very social. He doesn't like go chat up and like socialize. Mm. So to my family, it was very hard to understand what kind of person Chris was because Mm -hmm. he was not talking very much with him. They were not talking with him and there was a language barrier too. Mm. so although I knew he was a really good person, they could not know it right away. Right. So it took time for them to learn that, learn about him. And now they know. They know he's a really good fit for me. He's a good person. But it took time for them. So I was yeah. like, I have to just get through this. They will, they will find out the truth yeah. later on in the future. Yeah, so so I just pushed through and I'm like, well. Oh, and also you loved him so much. Yeah, that's why. yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, that's nice. I really like that you 
are independent and also you are certain about what you value and what you love because if you are still very influenced by your family's mm-hmm. value and your parents' objection, then you were probably a very swayed right. um, or maybe very struggling. Mm-hmm. Even though your parents and your family's objection was difficult, but at least you were certain about your decision. So mm-hmm. I think that's really cool and that's how it all works out. Yeah, I cried a lot. And Chris was very sad to see that he was sad that I was having a hard time with it. Yeah. And I think it was a good experience, like, because many people go through that. Many people go through their parents' objection to their um, chosen partner. And right. It, it's a hard process. Yeah, it's a yeah. hard process yeah. because you want... You want their approval. You want to be approved, not only approved, but celebrated by your your family. Right. Yeah. My family also didn't like um, my husband in the beginning. Not because they didn't like Kim, mm-hmm. but because they didn't want me to go away from them mm-hmm. and just live in America where I have no family. Yeah. Yeah. They were worried about me like so much mm-hmm. in the beginning but then also it took time for my family to accept my husband so me and my husband flew a lot to korea just mm-hmm. to show up on our faces yeah. and just to get to know each other mm-hmm. like two time two to three times and also we did a lots of uh, facetime oh nice yeah um I thought about like why we don't ha- why I didn't really face that much of challenges with him is because I met him when I was really young. Like I met him when I was like 21, mm, right? Yeah. And then now I'm turning 33. So I almost grew up with him. Yeah. yeah. So I don't feel any like big differences that, wow, this is how he is or, oh, this is his culture. Like not because his culture is same as Korean, mm-hmm. but it's more like we grew up together. We were together forever. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel anything like new or big differences from we both from different countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we've been together for a long time. I know him very well. He knows me very well. It's been smooth. Mm-mm. There's There's been up and down, but those up and downs are not, were not coming from culture differences. Mm. That makes sense. You met when you or young adult, almost kids, like 21, let's say. What do you know? <laughs> then, then you are like figuring out life together and, you know, being an adult together. Mm-hmm. But mostly, if you try to date someone at a later age, you tend to have more like criteria or conditions that mm. you want. People, you know, tend to, and maybe they are more stubborn or more particular. So it's harder and harder. Right. And they easily right. just like move on because, oh, maybe this is not, you know. That also really worked out well for you that you guys met at an early age when you're young. That is so true. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to try to wrap up here by asking uh, one of my favorite questions. 
Tell us more about why you love or appreciate your international or interracial marriage. Okay, I go first. Okay, okay. let me be let me be honest. Okay, <laughs> um, I have multiple reasons. Ooh. Just first, uh, I feel special Aww. when I go to every time I go to Korea. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe it's me. I feel like my like my husband. I still. I still think that my husband is good looking to me. <laughs> Linda is laughing. <laughs> I I mean you know I don't know how he looks, but I'm glad he looks He's handsome really to tall. you. <laughs> A lot of Korean girls prefer you know like big shoulder men like, who can like protect me, you know. Mm. So <laughs> I I can I can see where that comes from definitely. Okay. Not only appearance, my husband he has um. Like the New York attitude, he's very confident of himself. Okay, that's good. Yeah, I still maybe because I'm still in love with him. Um, but every time I bring him to Korea, like to home, I feel like we are so special. Like when people look at us, yeah, mm-hmm. you stand out, right? Yeah, we stand out. And I noticed that a lot of times I enjoying those attention. <laughs> yeah, funny. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are special because even though you said there are not many cultural differences, it's still not easy to maintain such a long relationship even before marriage and after marriage. So, and also you are living in other country. You know, you're not in Korea. Right. So you should be proud of yourself, and you should be proud of you as a couple. I I totally agree. Yeah, and just just special. And imagine if we have a kid, like if it's a girl, like she can have a both Korean and USA. No, actually three, like both Philippine passport and Korean passport and USA oh, really? passport. Really? Yeah. You, you you know she she can present three to the to the immigration <laughs> yeah. and like choose which one do you want. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's a. I know if it's a boy, he has to choose either Korean passport or uh, because of the military thing. Yeah, because of the military issue. Mm-hmm. But that's also makes our will make our kids special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will grow up in a multiple, you know, like a different you know culture mm-hmm. because you know they will know our families in Korea. They will also know the families in the Philippines, mm-hmm. but they will grow up in America. So they will have they will know multiple like. That's different really cool. cultures. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. And then I will teach them Chinese, also Korean mm. as well. But they will naturally also learn Tagalog because oh. my husband and my sister-in-law, they speak Tagalog. Uh-huh. You know, I think um, the children in uh, international couples can grow up multicultural. Like having mm-hmm, that multicultural mm-hmm. exposure, it works as an asset, right? Positive asset. Right. And as actually as adult, having a partner from different culture or country can work the same way. Cause you know, like I cannot change my parents. My parents are Korean, um, but then by marrying someone who's from different background, you are adding that asset to your life. You are exposing right. yourself, having that more extra experience of of difference. I mean, you know, I don't. Again, I don't think anyone goes after international marriage on purpose. <laughs> but <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but once they have it, it it comes as a plus to the to the relationship. Agree. I totally agree. Yeah, like you said, I didn't 
chose him because he's American or he's Filipino. Mm-hmm. It happened to be him. But like later on, I found out that, wow, our marriage is very special. Mm-hmm. And I love it until now. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so good. I don't know about in 20 years or 30 years. Nobody but... knows. <laughs> Maybe we'll do another recording in 20 years to see how your perspective changed. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard because we have to fly to Korea or Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of work, extra work. Right. It's extra work, but sometimes I feel like it's more worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also another reason that I love this internet interracial marriage. My first language is Korean. Yeah. So when I get emotional, like Korean is more comfortable. Yeah. So every time I argue with him, I have to communicate with him in English. Mm. You know, sometimes when you get really emotional, like you sometimes curse. Well, I don't know about others, right, but right. I curse. And a lot of times you don't have to reach that level to make your fight worse. Mm-hmm. I don't add extra words in English to make it worse mm. every time we argue. So I, like instead of like barking on each other English, I just don't talk. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, it's hard for me to explain to him in I English. I think I know what you mean. Fight back to him in English is a, such a work for me. I totally get it. You're forced to speak more carefully. Less. Yeah, speak less when you're angry. Yeah. Uh-huh. So a lot of times we still uh, respect each other. So it's hard to <laughs> fight. So we don't we don't really fight that much. Right. I get it. I mean, not just for the argument between couple, but overall, like when I'm really angry, I'd rather just not speak something directly because it's more stressful and more work for me to deliver my message a sophisticated way because I'm not a native English speaker. So I'd rather just not speak or speak less. And then actually that's better at the end because, you know, when you're emotional, like saying more words usually don't help, right? Mm-hmm. And right. also that helps making argument maybe a little lighter instead of making things mm-hmm. worse. So I, I totally get it. Yeah, you know how Korean people argue and fight. You know, sometimes your argument become like pointless. Right. You're just speaking because you're angry. Right, right. There you go. Since my first language is not English, I'm trying to say that we don't really have like pointless big mm-hmm. argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. yeah. <laughs> that's like a language barrier working in positive way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. She, she organized in a good way, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? More reasons? You know, I wanted to add to like the first one Sandra said. Like, uh-huh. I think our difference makes my choice of Chris more special. Because I didn't choose Chris because he's like, a, oh, he's a very suitable Korean man who I can marry because uh, our conditions match. No, our condition didn't match in that sense, right? We, we had difference between us. However, I saw that where we converge in terms of values, like, and then viewpoint of the world, and I was able to see that, oh, this individual, despite our 
uh, cultural and racial difference is a really good fit for me because we have some, we think similarly in, in some way about how we want to live our life. Mm-hmm. And it almost made me feel that I chose Chris despite our difference. Mm. I think it makes my choice of him as my life partner more special. Mm-hmm. Because it was not an easy choice. It was mm-hmm. a difficult choice, but it was a worthy choice. Mm. Oh, it's like ah! question like uh it's not related to our topic but what was your what did you like about your husband the most there are many things but the biggest reason at the beginning of relationship was that he's a great listener Mm, that is very important he understood me very easily Mm. (laughs) i don't know hina if you agree i'm i'm a little weird (laughs) And I I agree. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I think I am not a very I'm a I'm not a typical Korean girl. I, in my twenty, mm. I was not a typical Korean girl. And I was not a typical pretty girl in twenty. I think I was very unique. I was very adventurous. I was less interested in looking pretty. I mean. Now it's like oh. totally gone out the window, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but I tried dating. I I dated multiple people. I had multiple ex boyfriend, but always it ended somewhat short. I think the longest one was like a year maybe, and I never felt truly understood. Like mm. we were dating, maybe during date we had fun, but that was it. It didn't feel like. Oh my god, this person really gets me. Mm. It turns out Chris was that person. And it was so surprising. I'm like, you look so different from my people. And how come you understand me so well? And, and I told Hina and our listener before, it happened from the day one when we met uh, for a networking event in a bar. We kept talking until the bar closed. We were the last people getting out of the place because they were closing down. And it was so easy to talk with him. Mm-hmm. And to to this to the extent that I actually enjoyed talking with him on the phone than meeting him in person <laughs> at the beginning. I was like, oh, this is so easy. I will just talk to you on the phone. Yeah. Because he looks so unfamiliar to me. I never dated mm-hmm. white guy before. And when I meet him, I'm like, this is so unfamiliar. <laughs> like, <laughs> this scenery. You look so let's just foreign. Talk. Yeah, let's just talk on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but, but talking to him was very easy. Yeah. Are you guys in the same age? No, he's six years older than me. And that could have helped, maybe. Because he's more mature. Yeah. Yeah, I told my story also to my friends. Like, oh, my husband is also a good listener. But now I lived long enough with him to say that, yes, that's because he's like nine years older than me. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I mean, he better be a good listener. (laughs) He practiced nine more years, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he practiced nine more years, yeah. Yeah, so your husband, Chris, if he ever gonna listen to this, she said, oh, you were the one. Yeah. 
Yeah, he already let, let knows. Let me try to cut out that part and then send the file to him. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> yeah, this is for you. Yeah, Linda publicly proposed. <laughs> yeah, publicly proposed that you That's are the so one. That's so sweet. Again, this episode is a lot of learning for me too because I learned a lot about, you know, what you guys went through and what were the challenging part and what are the good parts in your marriage. I had so much fun and thank you both for transparently sharing your stories and about your partner. So, Sandra, um, how was the recording? Did you have a lot of fun? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for having me tonight. I hope you guys still have me again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'm hoping for a part two. Um, maybe, maybe we can talk about like bad parts of marriage. I have more stories to share. <laughs> I will be more chatty. I can be more realistic. You next. did an amazing job. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for being on our show. Mm-hmm. So we are going to wrapping up here. Yeah, Sandra, thank you very much. It was very nice to hear from another K-wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kina and I talk to each other all the time on our podcast. Like, we are the only Korean friend to each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very nice to chat about um, just like being a Korean in an international marriage. Yeah, nice knowing you. You really felt that connection when we were talking about the wedding planning wedding. <laughs> in Korea. Yeah, it's like yeah. so much work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was very nice. Thanks for being here. There must be so much more to that we feel related to. Yeah, yeah. Also, I learned a lot about some aspects that I did not know, even though I personally know each of you and they heard about your story but right. from this episode there are new stuff I get to know like especially mm-hmm. wedding hardship <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to know about that part too yeah thank you very much after this month of spring we are getting closer to the lovely spring season so in our next episode we are going to talk about how we've been spending this winter and what we are looking forward to this spring. See you in our next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. Connect with us on Instagram, American Sisters. Or send us a message at AmericanKSisters at gmail.com. If you want to learn more about each episode, check the show notes below. A big shout out to Miss Christine for the beautiful music in our podcast. Share our show with your fellow fans of Korea and K-Everything. <laughs>